1: Welcome to the Spin NFL. What
2: is up, y'all?
1: It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football.
2: That's yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, man. We here week five is in the books. Mm. and uh it's time to talk about it man this is the week five uh uh reaction episode mm. and uh yep. i'm glad to be here man how you doing How's, how was your week
2: i'm good man i'm glad to be back uh i got back into town on friday mm-hmm. um i've been struggling with the jet lag
1: oh yeah smack i don't me know why you know
2: it's funny like i always i always forget when i go like which way it hurts me the most
1: oh back always been and
2: and for some reason i always think like no i actually i'm fine going back to sweden and then i get back to sweden and i'm like no wait no i'm not i'm not fine (laughs) uh and then i forget every time um but it uh yeah obviously i you know i I crashed the fuck out on friday Mm. saturday felt kind of normal i stayed up and watched the bulldogs beat up on the auburn um whatever they call themselves war eagles tigers turkey buzzards <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Tigers. Uh, <laughs> they can't figure out what their logo is sometimes it's a war eagle sometimes yeah. it's a tiger a we, tiger the Georg- is a war eagle well whatever we, <laughs> no. we call the georgia bull georgia we call them the turkey buzzards <laughs> uh anyway sunday is where it got weird for me sleep wise
1: oh, i bet you did you I watch stayed the up. whole third game or whatever <laughs>
2: well what happened was is that i stayed up and i watched the late window like i always yeah. do uh, or i watched the the bourbon slate mm-hmm. um and then i was like okay i gotta go to bed lot to do been away for a week uh and then i did that thing where i lay down where and after about an hour of laying there in bed i'm like i'm i'm fucking wide awake bro yeah. uh and then i was really close to winning my fantasy and i needed mark andrews to do something to really lock it down uh, and I, I decided to check my fantasy and I, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This game is on. I'm awake. I'm going to go watch it. Mm. Uh, and then five minutes into sitting on the couch and turning the TV on, Mark Andrews scores a touchdown. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, in. <clears throat> uh, yep. and then I, I think I watched the first half of that game and then decided to go to bed. Okay. Uh, and then last night, or Monday night was not much better. But I think last night was the first night I got a regular normal night sleep. So
1: you don't do the thing where you get in and then you just try to stay awake until bedtime?
2: Well, so I it, I got in on Friday. I tried to stay awake as long as I could, but I um. wound up going to bed at like 8 o'clock. And then I slept until like 9.30 the next day. Okay. Um, so I thought that was going to do it. I was like, oh, I'm good. But no, mm. it's, it, Saturday was normal, and then it snuck up with me again okay on sunday okay but um whatever i'm back it was great to see my i i always liked it's i think it's fun to travel without my family but i but after a couple of days i really i'm very attached to my wife and my kids i know that sounds obvious (laughs) um weird but i like i missed the shit out of them so it was really great to get back uh and i had some nice little gifts for them and you know, you come home with some candy corn and all kinds of other weird American stuff that you can't yeah. really get here. And uh, does your
1: does your family think your kids are like spoiled, like crazy?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, no.
1: I think my family looks at me like what?
2: <laughs> my family. Well, we get into a lot of political discussions, even though we have this rule that we're not supposed to talk about politics. Oh no, no. Uh, and as you know, my my family is they're all trump voters Mm, uh and hers they're all planning on voting for herschel too which is -uh. yeah yeah of course they are who else they gonna vote for they're like well we can't vote for Raphael warnock
1: i mean this one out
2: (laughs) dude okay quick story before we get started i heard some of the craziest most racist bullshit i've ever heard in my life okay i'm sitting there talking to two okay my mom's significant other they're not married it okay. feels weird to call him a boyfriend but whatever i guess he's a boyfriend yeah uh, so he's like a sambo basically mm-hmm. i guess from a swedish perspective so he and his sister we're sitting there talking uh suddenly politics come up the first dumb thing that she said was that somehow the guy who herschel walker is running against Raphael warnock mm. um <clears throat> also a black guy but hasn't happens to be a democrat she essentially blamed the war in ukraine on Raf- Raphael rafael warnock a senator from georgia huh i was, like, <laughs> huh? How's that I was like i well that wasn't the racist part the oh, racist okay. part is coming i i was like i don't understand how how that's even possible and she somehow connected it to like green jobs the green new deal and because they're trying to pass mm. all this stuff like i was like okay so you think because we're trying to pass green energy laws that somehow that's why putin started a war in the ukraine that's insane. But the racist part came <clears throat> because I think I sort of mildly accused her of being racist uh, in the most polite and intelligent way that I could think of. And, and, <laughs> and she tried to sort of clap back. She was like the guy who's running for, uh, for, a uh, mayor of Augusta, um, is a black man and he's a Republican and I'm supporting him. I'm donating my time. I'm out there handing out flyers. Like she basically, Uh and then she gave me like a five minute rant about his bio and where he came from and how he came from nothing Mm -hmm. and built himself up. And he's a great man, a family man and great to his kids and all these kind of things. And, and how much she was willing to sacrifice for him. Just, you know, even Even though, though you know, even though he's black. And then she says, but, I wouldn't marry one because it's against my beliefs. Whoa. Like, Out of what nowhere. What? I wouldn't know. It. Like, <laughs> it was like, literally, it was like a complete unforced error, like an own goal or like yeah. a, you know, like a, like a Russell Wilson, you know, interception where he just threw it straight to the safety. It's like, yeah, I didn't, you why, you, why did you say that? <laughs> like, you just proved <laughs> that you were in, and, and, and mom, also, Russell like, Wilson. <laughs> and also, what, what what does that even mean? Like what yeah. against your beliefs? Like it, I'm sorry, does it say somewhere in the Bible that you're not supposed to a white person's not supposed to marry a black? Uh, maybe it does. I don't know. It's been a while since I read the Bible. Uh I maybe I don't know. It no, says it a lot does of not crazy say shit. In
1: the Bible. No <laughs> race it says in the all Bible. kinds
2: of crazy shit in the Bible. I don't fucking know. But the fact that she couched it as like it's against my beliefs. I was like, what the fuck are you wow. talking about?
1: Wow, mom. <laughs>
2: I was like, that is some racist bullshit. Wow. And I said, I was like, you realize how racist that is? The thing that you just said just now. <laughs> and she looks at me like like a deer in headlights. Like, I don't get it. What do you mm. mean? How is that? I'm like, okay, you know what? Never mind. Just forget it. Move on. Damn. Next topic. And this was during Monday Night Football, too. I was like, can we just watch the game now? I don't want to talk to anybody. I was <laughs> <Shit. laughs> like... Oh, bro. It made, it, you know what? It reminded me of the conversation that we had. Not Was it last year or the year before? When we did this funny little bit about all you want is an apple. You don't want to bite out of my apple.
0: That whole thing. <laughs> I kept thinking yeah. about that
2: the entire yeah. time I was sitting there having this conversation. I was like, these are the people who do not understand <clears throat> that. Uh, uh, providing equal rights for someone is not it, you're not sacrificing anything they right. they really do feel that way they feel like as the world becomes more equal and it's not just with race either it's also with the gender stuff and the um you know all of that the gender and the and the uh, what sort i'm looking for but they they're all up in arms about the whole transgender rights oh, and all that kind of stuff. so it that doesn't that,
1: affect them at all
2: it has zero effect on them it's really funny and they were running commercials while I was there political commercials obviously and they were criticizing Biden wanting to um you know relieve student debt mm-hmm. and the way they said it in the in the commercial was like you know Biden wants to relieve student debt, so hard-working Americans will have to pay the tuition Uh, for the gender (laughs) studies major of the blue haired bartender down at the corner. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) Suddenly we're anti blue haired bartenders. Like what, uh, what's happening right now? Damn, It's weird, bro. It's so weird. It's like being in another universe going back home and being in that circle of humanity is very,
1: you probably it's feel like outnumbered and shit, too. Or like you don't want to oh. take the conversation, but you feel like you need to to just give some different perspective. You know
2: what I mean? It was, it, and you're absolutely right. Because I'm sitting there We're watching Monday Night Football. They're saying all kinds of crazy shit that I'm like, I'm just ignoring <laughs> completely. But then when she said that Raphael Warnock caused the war in Ukraine, I, I just I literally laughed. I almost had like I had a sip of beer in my <laughs> mouth and it almost came out of my nose. Like it was like a, I, I couldn't control it. I yeah. was like, <clears throat> I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Please explain. Yeah. Go on. Like, yeah, I'm, tell I'm me more. One, tell me. I need. More tell you. me more. I have to hear this explanation. <laughs> I have to hear how a senator from Georgia yeah. somehow triggered a war. A, 7, a new senator. Mi- a brand new <laughs> senator. <laughs> yeah. He's been term. a senator for two years, yeah. and somehow he triggered a war seven thousand miles away. Between two countries that he has no communication with, please tell me how that's possible.
1: <laughs> I was just like God. Damn, you know Ooh. what's uh, you know what's almost not possible. <clears throat> tell me. Somebody during Flip them and pick them correctly picking two underdogs.
2: <laughs> Let's go! And I almost got it.
1: Yeah, you almost I, got 3. I should
2: have got 3 and I we'll get to that later, but
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We can we can we can get to it, man. We can start with the worst game ever in the history of games. Uh the Colts Broncos uh mm. overtime thriller.
2: Yes, another primetime instant classic. Uh I don't know Amazon Prime You know who they have on Amazon Prime next week or this week for Thursday so they follow up this shitty game and <laughs> Now they have the Commanders versus the Bears this Thursday. I
1: saw that. It's like,
2: God damn.
1: <laughs> they should have stuck with division because with division, at least they know each other. They got a little bit of rivalry. But when they switched off of that, it just part, start putting shittiest game of the week on there.
2: The greatest tweet that I saw all week, I think it was from RG3. Uh, he said... Everybody who watched this game <laughs> should get a free month of Amazon Prime.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's> <laughs> I was like, R2 that's. Three, sometimes he's funny, yeah. <laughs> I was
2: like, that's, that's, yeah. I like but that. But this
1: was a, a result that you picked that we needed for our uh, our division bet. We needed the yep. Colts to, to get a victory and we needed the Jaguars to lose. Get to that later. Uh, and the, uh, the Colts fucking won, man. They beat the Broncos. Who I thought you were crazy for making this pick. I was like, "There's no way." I really hope you're right, but you were right, man. And mm-hmm. um, and it, and it and it, I don't know, man. One loss this week led to the firing of a coach, uh, and we'll talk about that later. And uh, Frank Reich, not Frank Reich. I'm sorry, um, uh, Matt Rule, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like we need to start looking at Nathaniel Hackett. And hit, and it's about that time. You know what I mean, right? Mm. I've never seen I mean, a coach this inept.
2: <clears throat> it's funny because you keep expecting, like, okay, fine. It's it's um, you're just you're waiting for everybody to gel. It's like yeah. it's you're still four. You know, before this game, obviously, it's like you're still only four games into the season. Um, they're, they gonna thing, <clears throat> they're gonna get this thing. they're gonna get this thing kind of ironed out um i mean you could say this about both coaches really i mean the colts won this game but it's not like they can walk away with their heads held high um i mean this is this is the kind of game that like you know if kickers get you wet then this was the game for you you know what i mean (laughs) because it's like the punters and the field goal kickers were out here balling uh it, it, it was the only impressive thing in the box scores uh but this shit show with Nathaniel Hackett, honestly, what the fuck is he doing? I, I I feel like in a weird, in a very, very, very different way. He to me feels like this year's Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And by that I mean the coach who appears to be completely in yeah. over his head.
1: In over his head, yeah, yeah, More so than Urban Meyer, somehow. Urban Meyer just seemed like he had he came with this arrogance and uh and feeling of uh like uh supremacy when he came in but it wasn't like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i don't know right. if i've ever seen this before
2: but that's what i mean I, it, it, it's in a he's like urban meyer in a completely different fashion
1: yeah.
2: um but you know the end result is the same it's just bad he's a bad coach
1: yeah he's a bad he coach. Just seems
2: like a bad coach this team is supposed to be a quarterback away from being good and In this particular game, despite the fact that they lost, the defense showed that that is still, in a lot of ways, true. But as we have said over the last couple weeks, it's really more like you're a quarterback and a coach away from being good at this point,
1: right? Yeah, and who knows, man? Maybe uh, Russell could gel with another coach. So we don't even know if they're also a quarterback away. I I refuse to believe that he dropped off that much since – but I don't know. So
2: I know. I know. I agree with you. It's really hard to believe that Russell Wilson is this bad.
1: Right. But uh, then you got it, the but it's it's hard to believe that a coach could be this bad. And I got an example here I wanted to share with our uh-huh. uh with our listeners slash viewers, because I got a little clip here. I'm gonna play Nathaniel Hackett talking about the decision at the end. Uh for those who don't know, he uh Fucking! They they haven't moved the ball all game. Like you said, it was a kick a kicking spree, and then he decided to go for it all of a sudden when they haven't been getting shit all game. Decides to go for it instead of kicking the field goal uh, at the end of the game. And
2: well, he instead of kicking the field, if he kicks the field goal, yeah, the ball goes back to the Colts with some time on the clock. But you're basically asking the Colts to do something they haven't done the entire game, which is score a touchdown. Yeah, like you. you I, yes, I, exactly. I, and your defense has been balling out. Yes, it's like so, why not trust him?
1: Like you had a, a situation <laughs> earlier in the year where you didn't trust your quarterback, and now you want to overtrust. Yeah, and the quarterback's not doing well. He's throwing. He's not his day. It's not his day. But what here's Nathaniel he Hackett breaking it down. I haven't, we don't understand. This. I think he should let us know what he what we need to understand. Come on, Nick. Yes, what,
2: explain what you yourself. If you thought about potentially field goal to go up six.
0: Yeah, we wanted to be sure that we were able to get a first down. So we were trying to give ourselves a, a play that could help us with that. Um, right. we were been running the ball well there. So we went with a play action pass
2: pause, pause that in shit. that
0: situation. Pause you
2: know, that pause shit <laughs> a second, hold on a second. Okay, <clears throat> we wanted to be sure that, we, okay, so it's fourth and five. We wanted to be sure we got the first down. <laughs> um, we've been running the ball well all night long.
1: Yeah, let's do it, let's get a shotgun
2: so we ran i mean i guess i guess i understand a little because then he says like uh so we decided to run a play action pass so but it's dumb i still don't
1: i mean and i I don't want to get into monday morning quarterbacking you know what i mean but i don't know and then he says something telling even more even more
0: telling uh yeah after after that question you see we don't Want to a turnover? We, we want to come away with the points. That would have <laughs> helped us. We, don't and, want to turn over, uh, we were right. really working uh, Jerry across <laughs> the middle, Not like and turning uh, over. I, I don't think he was open. And then uh, you know we just slowly progressed. And Jerry uh, Judy you know, Russell done. thought he had a chance sure. at it, and uh, yeah. ended up being a pick. Yeah, ended up the uh, end on the pick. game's it's final it. play. What, is this something no, you no, saw uh, in with, the defense to kind of you know go go for the end zone there? Go, go on the fourth and one. We wanted to win the game. We hadn't moved the ball very well the whole night, and I thought we had a spectacular drive to get all the way down there. Uh, it ended up being fourth and one and uh, got the go to go for it and thought that was a good decision, wanted to put the ball in Russell's hands and <laughs> call, uh, called a play that we know that, that he really likes. And it didn't work out. So it was one of those Let's things. See. The timeout before it was to kind of get a feel for what they were doing. and So the run didn't look as good as we had hoped it would have and it gave, it, gave us a chance with Russell. And, and that's all you can ask for in that situation to win the game.
2: We got the go to go for it from who? Bro? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when, <laughs> you're when the he, coach. <laughs> when he says that, I'm like, who? Like, I don't. I mean, get I get it. it. It's He's talking about his, his his OC. That's fine.
1: I get it. No, uh, no. But you know the day. I don't know for the listeners. I know you know, but uh, he hired. He went out and hired somebody to help him make football decisions. Uh huh. To me, that's the number one clue. Like if they're talking about McDaniel's being brought. Uh, b- behind closed doors for a meeting with uh, with Davis after their loss uh, last week. I feel like if if Nathaniel Hackett is not being brought behind closed doors to talk about like if you had to go hard. Now I'm spending more money because you need somebody to do something you should be able to do. How did his interview look? I don't know, man. How bad is Eric B. Enemy? Jeez. But I, I mean, wanna, <laughs> I don't know man I, I I feel bad piling on, but this dude doesn't need to be a coach man
2: i mean i i, I for me, this is really more about empathizing with Broncos fans because you, you it, on paper, there's no reason that this team should be as as bad as they are right now on the field uh right you, you have everything that you need to be a quality football team uh and despite the fact that they do have two wins there there are two and three so it's not it's not like it's full panic mode or anything uh but it's not like any of their wins have looked all that impressive you know what i mean yeah. so I, I it's just there's something weird about this like this dude is just not he's just not ready
1: yeah to
2: do this uh, yeah, he just looks I mean, close, man. and the fourth and one to, to not only, you, you know, to not only not run the ball, you line up and shotgun, you're yes. basically telling the Colts that it's a Hey guys, we're going to throw the ball. Yeah. Okay. There's you call virtually the same play that led to the interception at the end of regulation. And what happens? You don't get picked off, but the same guy who did pick you off broke up the fucking play game over. I don't
1: yeah. get it. I don't either. I but, wonder if uh, he's
2: one of those weirdo, like, analytics dudes.
1: He doesn't look like he, I mean, he doesn't seem like he is either.
2: No, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> like but I'm just saying that, like, like.
1: If he was an like analytics dude, he would say, I did this because <laughs> this is what you do in that situation. But I, he doesn't I'll... seem like that's why. He, t- he seems like somebody's telling I... him. Maybe they did it because of analytics, but he doesn't seem to have a grasp on why the decision was made. I that's started even scarier. I...
2: I started listening to this this podcast, NFL podcast, which I won't name, mm-hmm. um, and I, I started listening to it because the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And then, like the third time I listened to it, they spent like an hour and a half recapping the week, talking almost exclusively about analytics, and I'm like, "I fucking hate analytics, bro. Man. I can't stand <laughs> it." I,
1: I'm like, well, "There's more analytics stuff coming up this week too."
2: Oh, for sure, but I can't stand it. It's like it, the fact that that it's basically like calling a football game as if you were a like a a, a robot. I hate it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly.
1: <clears throat> this ain't Madden. All right, uh, we spent way too much time on that game. Sorry about that, everybody. Agreed. Uh, hopefully, he gets fired before the season's out. If I was a Broncos fan, that's what I'd be hoping for. Mm-hmm. The uh, Giants-Packers game, upset of the week. Giants are now four and one. I didn't call it upset.
2: No, but you called the
1: Packers to win. Yeah, I said the Packers were going to win. I was wrong as shit. Everybody said the Packers were going to win. Uh, I thought the I saw a Giants fan in the airport on my way back from Copenhagen mm. wearing a Saquon Barkley jersey and a Yankees hat, but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I was, you're, in a, you're in Copenhagen. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I was like, yo, y'all going to win? He's like, yeah, man, I hope so. I feel good. We got our coach. Blah, blah, blah. He was really optimistic. And I, had a, I happened to have a Dolphins uh, uh, hoodie on. He was like, you guys look good with Tua. It looks like the right guy, blah, blah, blah. This dude knew football. I was really happy about that. Nice. And, uh, and he had, was so optimistic. And I was like, you're playing a real team. This is yeah. going to be, I said, like, you've been playing cream puffs. Now you're playing a real <laughs> team. We'll see what you're made of. And they came out, and they did it, man. They beat a real team. I don't know. I think I learned more about the Packers, though, than the Giants.
2: <laughs> That's a good point. No, it's a good point. But it must be said, though. Okay, so I, I feel like we, we like to rip on Daniel Jones from time to time. And, yeah. And, and and he deserves it a lot of times. But in this particular game, he has his first 200-yard-plus game of the season in a big spot on the world stage. Twenty one for With an injury, 21 for 27, and nearly 40 yards rushing as well. Um, and he's bleeding out of his hand for half of the game, which was like, of course, you know, the old time football fans were, you know, yeah. creaming in their pants over that. No, that's football. <laughs> that's a man. That's a uh, man. <laughs> uh, it started off looking like the Packers were just going to stomp them, they were up 14 to three early. Yeah. Uh, but I got to say, yeah, this. This is the first time I really sat and watched, you know, because it came on early. So Mm -hmm. I normally watch Red Zone. So you're sitting there watching this game. You're super focused on it. And I got to say, this fucking Wink Martindale defensive coordinator. Yeah. This dude.
1: Got some Anarumo in him.
2: The the Ravens must really miss this guy. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that. They sacked Rodgers twice, um, but they completely eliminated the run game. They only had 94 (laughs) yards rushing for, you know, what is supposed to be one of the best run games in the league mm. um the giants it, it, like offensive game plan look whack as fuck i think they're in the <laughs> beginning their first six plays or first six or seven play it was just like oh hand it to saquon hand it to saquon hand it to saquon hand it to saquon yeah. oh oh let's switch it up and throw it to saquon <laughs> uh, but once they started to mix it up a little bit uh it, it, things started to turn around <clears throat> and i got to say rogers he did not look himself to me. No. Uh, I thought it was very funny. Remember last year they spotted that that lookalike? Yeah, yeah. It, and they, I thought it was funny that they invited him to London. That's hilarious to me that they did that. Uh, but maybe they should have tried him out on the field because Rogers uh. could, could not throw the deep ball. He he couldn't. The short and intermediate yeah, stuff looked fine, true. but he had several deep shots, two at least, where Romeo Dobbs would have had walk-in touchdown. And uh, and Rogers overthrew him uncharacteristically. I I mean, that's usually his bread and butter. Everything longer than 15 yards, he was it was 10 yards too far, basically. That's Um, true, man.
1: I thought for sure that yeah, I I thought for sure that it was gonna. Whenever he goes deep, I always feel like it's spot on.
2: Yeah. Just hoping it, the guy
1: catches it, but no. But
2: again, in all honesty, the defense and the way they were able to adjust after getting kind of punched in the mouth in yeah. the first quarter, they were they gave up 20 points in the first half, but they only, they only gave up – what did they give up in the second half? Nothing?
1: I think it was nothing. I remember feeling – oh, well,
2: oh, the I only points they gave up in the second half was the intentional safety that they took. Oh, yeah. That was it. It was two points.
1: I said they uh, were going to <clears> do it too when <throat> it happened. Yeah.
2: The run game, their ability to bleed the clock. Um, I think the Packers only had three possessions in the second half. Yeah. Um, you know, they had a seven-play drive, a three and out, and then that 14-play drive where they turned the ball over on downs. Uh, and the D-line, you know. I just kept but, thinking they were going to figure it out, too. The Packers. And the D-line the D at the end of the game, I mean, that was brilliant. Yeah, two back-to-back plays where they managed to bat down Mm-hmm. Uh, two, those two passes from Rodgers and then a sack, very impressive win from the Giants. Who I have to say, for me, I've been saying like they're a fake. We were calling them a fake undefeated team, and then of course they lost, and we were like ha ha ha. See, but <laughs> I, I mean, this team looks pretty legit to me in this particular game. You're not wrong. The Packers did not play well, but but the Giants and Brian Dayball too. I feel like deserves a lot of credit because he yeah. does not he does not have a lot of like. I mean where they are way down the depth chart on their receiving core at this point uh but he manages to figure out a way to kind of press the right buttons to get this team like competitive at least
1: you could tell when you see the uh the the former players that are analysts now hmm. and they talk about all of the little stuff you know what i mean and they're <clears> saying like they say stuff like the team believes in him and that's right. a good sign um Sure, a, uh for, for the players that it's a new coach and the team believes. Yeah. Um you just gotta see once the team starts losing if they keep that belief. Mm. So we'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad for them, man. I'm glad for the for the Giants. I know a couple of Giants fans.
2: Yeah, I think it's cool. It's been a while since they've had a moment.
1: So
2: <laughs> good for them. Uh yo.
1: Just a little a quick update. Yeah. Our uh, our bet cash out, yeah, is now up to over four times the money that we bet. Still really? There. Yeah,
2: I'm surprised. I thought it would have gone away. No, man. Well, I guess only the, the only, the certain- only one.
1: Is the goddamn Rams. And I told you we should have got the motherfucking 49ers. You don't know, almost say that all year. I said 49ers are gonna win the division. You talking me into the Rams. I'm blaming you, Skiff, if that's the one we missed.
2: Oh, but the Rams were trash at the beginning of the year last year, too. So good point. And no, now no, and no, and now the, last
1: year the problem was the Cardinals weren't losing.
2: Yeah, but the Rams were struggling, remember? They they weren't yeah. they were average. Uh and okay, also yeah. don't forget the 49ers, and it's starting now. We'll see how it works. Um, they have a real issue with injuries in San Francisco. They had it last year. They had it the year before, and, and they're starting to have it now. they got okay. a lot of injuries in, in, in San Francisco. All right, all right. I'm going to hang on. I'm so. going to hang on. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, They they're gonna, the 49ers are going to run out of gas.
1: Okay, I like it. I like your confidence. Mm. All right, next game, The uh, this one we don't have much to say. The Bills did what they were supposed to do, beat the Brakes off. Maybe the worst team in the NFL. I feel bad for uh for for Mike Tomlin. He hasn't had to deal with this. This is gonna be where you know sometimes Bill Belichick has to pull it out and 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 show how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, is that, this is that type of year for Mike Tomlin.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Because
1: Sometimes Belichick gets a year where he just like the cars have been dealt. I've been drafting horribly. Whoop. Here it is. I'm the best coach ever. You know what I mean. It's it's time for Mike Mike Tomlin to show us, man. What you got? Yeah,
2: I mean, this game was over almost immediately. I thought it was hilarious. The Bills, you know, botched the opening kickoff. You know, they're basically starting their first drive of the game from the two-yard line. Yeah. Uh, and Doesn't then matter. Josh Allen throws a 40-yard like, you know, pass to Gabe Casual. Davis, who does the rest and yeah. takes it 98 yards to the house. I mean, it's like, oh, wow. Gabe,
1: okay. Gabe Davis ate his Wheaties. <laughs> Goddamn.
2: And that one-handed grab, his second touchdown, he, I mean, it's a one it, – it wasn't like the most acrobatic one-handed catch, but the fact that he caught it with one hand and still had to wrestle it away yeah. from the guy oh. who was covering Not him. Not just
1: the guy, a top 5 <laughs> safety in the league. Yeah. Make he had practice. six
2: targets, three receptions and 171 yards.
1: <laughs> That's just there, a 171 yards
2: line. on three receptions. That's hilarious. That's
1: insane. Yeah, but the, mean, uh, everybody knew the Bills were gonna beat that as the Bills did, and uh, and they're still looking scary. But the the Steelers, I like what they're doing. They're testing yeah. the new guy.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, sure. See what's
1: yeah. up, and we'll go through the growing pains together. And by the <laughs> end of the year, he'll have a, he'll have a bunch of scabs all over him or whatever. But they're gonna fall off, and he's gonna be better for it. And they'll know what they got. It's way better than um, Trubisky getting you twelve points.
2: I agree with you. Uh, there's a lot of things wrong with the Steelers right now. Yeah. Um, first in my mind is their lack of run game, only 54 total yards rushing in this game.
1: The Bills are um, fucking fantastic on defense. They don't get enough. Sure,
2: but I mean they have their run game has been shit all all year so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're five weeks in, and Najee Harris only has one touchdown. He's got two hundred and twenty-two total rushing yards. That's just barely over three yards per carry. Okay. They need this run game. To get figured out, especially given the fact that they have this rookie quarterback with the really small hands. You know, yeah. that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, but
1: uh, devil's advocate <laughs> here. Yeah. If you got a rookie quarterback with small hands, I'm putting eight in the box every play.
2: <clears throat> sure.
1: So you're not going to be running well. And now, now what? You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, you got
1: to show me he got it.
2: My man, former Bulldog George Pickens, leading receiver, two weeks in a row. Let's go.
1: That was my rookie of the year pick, by the way.
2: I'm just saying he's like wide receiver number one over there right now.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> next game we got the uh, <laughs> we got the the Chargers squeaked one out against the Browns, man. Bro. This was a perfect game for you because <laughs> Nick Chubb Again. pulled it out, showed how big it is, and then uh, <laughs> that's the new shit.
2: <laughs> that's my new favorite thing ever. <laughs> Right
1: now, <laughs> Nick Nick Chubb pulled it out. showed how big it is, and uh, the Chargers won, which makes the Browns lose, which we I mean, want as the a, as Deshaun Watson uh, the, the haters.
2: The end of this game was hilarious. The Chargers tried their best to charger this thing up, but the Browns decided yeah. to brown it instead. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> brandon staley with just over a minute left what the a fourth fuck is the wrong run, with this guy goes, goes for it in his own end and calls a pass play no less okay what the fuck is wrong with him on a day when austin eckler is out here running for 173 yes. yards all you need is one more yard bro okay <laughs> just one God. pass is incomplete chargers turn the ball over on downs Brissett gets them into field goal range and the only reason they win this game is because Cade Yard York shanks it wide right. Chargers win. I mean, what the fuck is Brandon Staley doing? What, what is he thinking?
1: I don't know, man. And then it gets <clears throat> he's going to get away with it because they got the victory.
2: Right. But he's like a field goal kick away from yeah. from being in the hot seat, more or less.
1: Man, this dude with this analy- – and then it's like, don't blame analytics. Analytics got you to make the call. Okay, analytics says go for it on fourth and one. Analytics does not say throw it and you know what I mean pick a bad play. Like if you are gonna, oh my god, this dude, Chargers, they might have to. You gotta hurry up. Chargers already fired a coach on this kid's first contract
2: because
1: hmm. Justin Herbert is gonna demand a lot of money on that second contract. They hmm. need to get the right coach, and this doesn't seem to be the right coach. They need to do it. Now, I I would be scrambling to get Eric <laughs> Enemy on that sidelines or whoever, whoever right. you think is a good coach, somebody. I don't know, the, th- man.
2: Th- the thing with Staley is that it's like, it's hard to trust him because it's like, yeah. y- you know, every, y- y- ever since Justin Herbert took over our, our expectations of the chargers kind yeah. of went to another level, yeah. but every year they've managed to prove. And again, it's an old cliche, but they keep managing to prove that they are who we thought they were. Yes. Some weeks they're going to look amazing, and some weeks they're going to do something insanely stupid and blow the game. they are who we thought they were. Uh, they're a spicy team. They're fun to watch, but they're prone to blow the game in the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and and there's no reason why they should be walking away with a victory in this game.
1: I picked them to win. I'm glad <laughs> they did. I only missed one game mm. the entire uh Flip them, pick them this mm. week, mm. and you you hit on two, <laughs> you hit on two fucking. So we both got ten points. Uh, next game was the Bears Vikings thriller. Mm. Mm. Uh, you picked the Vikings to win, and the Vikings did win.
2: Yeah. Uh, this game continued a Vikings trend where they start the game looking like they're gonna boat race their opponent, only to yeah. basically just lay down and take a nap while allowing their (laughs) opponent to catch up and make it a close game. Kirk Cousins started the game perfect. We had like a running joke in the house as we were watching the game as we were waiting for him to throw an incompletion, but we had to wait until 17 passes before he finally threw an incompletion. And we were joking about it. Me and Saga and and we were like, oh, Kurt, you're perfect. You're so perfect. <laughs> and even after he finally threw an incompletion, we were like, Kurt, you're still perfect to me. We love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Jefferson figured his shit out. He had a great game, 154 yards, 12 yeah. receptions. Uh, but again, most of that came in the first half. The Bears almost completely shut him down after hal- halftime. I think he only had like two or three receptions in the second half. Uh but thank God for Dalvin or not Dalvin is Dalvin Cook? I mix him up. James Cook is the former Bulldog. Dalvin Cook is the Viking. Yeah. 18 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. <clears throat> he was the Viking saving grace. Um yeah. I mean Justin Fields and David Montgomery launched the second half comeback and they nearly got they nearly snatched this thing away. Darnell Mooney had a cra he had the crazy acrobatic one-handed catch of the week, which was lovely, but it yeah. still didn't, you know. It was no George Pickens, but it was close.
1: It's cool uh, to watch my man, former <laughs> Packer, David Montgomery, doing this thing
2: out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings only scored eight points in the second half, um, and they did so just in time. Uh, after sacrificing the lead to the Bears with nine minutes to play. I was like, are they
1: going to lose this fucking game? Do
2: you like that? Do you like that? But i tell you what he did, like, which was very interesting. And, again, this is where it all comes down to coaching for me. Kirk Cousins uh, and O'Connell managed to put together a 17-play, 75-yard, seven-minute drive.
1: It feels like they do. That's their thing, (laughs) kind of. O'Connell and Cousins are going to put together a long-ass – heartbreaking drive at the end of the game for you if you let him
2: yep i mean you know against some teams you would want to take a little more time off the clock but it's justin fields and the bears they had two minutes to work with yeah uh they did look pretty dangerous down the stretch but cameron dantzler i mean does this guy deserve like i I think he deserved the game ball first he's covering um i forget who caught the ball but fields completes the pass dantzler Mm. misses the tackle yeah and you think, like, oh, oh man, should have yeah. made that tackle. And then he catches up with him and just says, give me, give me that, that goddamn, goddamn ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> Strips it out of his hands, and that's the yes. ball game. Yes. I mean, shout out to second efforts. Very nicely yeah. done. I was impressed by that.
1: All right. Uh, next game. I called this one. Yeah. The Patriots beat this uh, high-octane Lions <laughs> offense, held them to zero points. Um I told you that uh, that Belichick was going (laughs) to pull it out. Belichick (laughs) pulled it out
2: in the first quarter. He just unzipped his pants, (laughs) pulled it out, and just left it hanging there the whole game. I didn't know it
1: was going to be like this. I knew they were going to beat him. I knew it was going to be convincing. I didn't know. God damn. And this dude, Jack, their uh, cornerback, Pro Bowl, Mm. just go ahead and book it. This guy's out here. He's a shutdown. It, it, it's almost like they knew the place, the, the Belichick way. But they were... Uh, they, they Well,
2: think about this. To me, this is probably a lesser uh, thought of aspect of this game. Uh, this was kind of a sneaky Matt Patricia revenge game, if you think about it. Oh, right? <laughs> He's like, hey, Bill, I'm actually kind of the main reason why this Lions defense is so shitty. So I think I might know how to beat this team. (laughs) I
1: I didn't even think about that. Right? It's not like it's the same.
2: I know. I'm just fucking around. But I'm just saying. I didn't think about the revenge (laughs) angle. Matt Patricia, we got to check his burner out. Uh, (laughs) That's right. I forgot about Matt (laughs) Patricia's burner account. That was a hilarious story. That was so funny. But
1: they made man, they made anytime <laughs> they got close to score and was a turnover. Yeah, uh the Patriots just And and they did it with a rookie quarterback, Zappy, who was he looked all right, but you know.
2: I mean there was a they the protected Lions they
1: protected him like they do Mac Jones. He threw, threw some good pick. passes too though.
2: He did. Lions threw a pick six in this game. They had a yeah. lost fumble, they turned into a scoop and score touchdown.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh they turned the ball over on downs, a record. For an NFL game, six times.
1: Yeah, at the end, Dan Campbell was like, We're gonna, you're gonna go out there and play. It's like when your mom makes you eat the vegetables, you know, what I mean? right. eat everything. You can't get up from the table. It was yeah. like that, where he's like, You have to keep <laughs> going for it on fourth down. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't care. We're gonna score. <clears throat> and you did not score. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, that's one game, but the blueprint might be laid for how to stop that, uh, vaunted offense. That is just, man.
2: I mean, this, this is a scary prospect for, um, for the lions in some ways, because, um, y- you know, they did, they had Amon Ra St. Brown back, but you could tell he yeah. was on a pitch count. He wasn't a hundred percent. Um, they had plenty of long drives where they moved the ball down the field. Um, but you know turning the ball over six times on downs uh it's <laughs> but, i think i, I think every possession every possession they had in the in the second half was a but turnover they were on behind
1: downs. <clears throat> they had to you know what i'm saying they were just like we're going to fucking go for it fuck punting we I, need to go for it and but it's po- not like the offense was scoring a bunch of points for the patriots
2: well that's the thing the point i'm trying to make is that i mean obviously they have some pieces that they're missing um they certainly mm. missed my man former bulldog DeAndre Swift. um and the the issue is is that when you have the number 1 offense in the league and the and the 32nd best oh, yeah. defense in the league uh if something happens to your offense this thing falls off a cliff quick yeah and we got to see that in this game uh they're still a fun team yeah uh but it looks to me that they're not like a very good team you know what i mean they
1: gave up 15 points hmm offense gave up I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, their their offense gave up 14 of those points.
2: Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, all the all the close games that they have normally, this one was not close. But a lot of times when they lose, it is close. Uh, all the points scored, the funny lines about dragging teams into the abyss and yeah. trying to drown people. This team is—they're only one and four. Mm. Uh, Good So, point. you know. I think you kind of have to look past all of that bullshit at some point and and start to ask more of Dan Campbell. His personality is keeping him uh in the good yeah. graces of of the NFL, at this and point. he's
1: like likability, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right personality. Mm. next game, uh you picked the Saints to beat the Seahawks I did? And, yeah, that's what it says here. or did you not? I think you picked the Saints
2: to beat the Seahawks.
1: No, you picked that one. You picked Saints over the Seahawks.
2: Oh, okay. All right, if you and say they, so. And they won. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the this Saints game put was... up
1: 39 points, man.
2: Bro, this game was bonkers. Yes. Uh, if you had told me that Geno Smith was going to throw for 268 yards, no picks, and three touchdown passes, I'd say Seahawks are probably going to win this game. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though exactly uh but if you had to put your finger on one thing that delivered the L you'd have to call it Taysom Hill it was Christ Taysom Hill day man sakes. this guy every year you got one it's it's like Christmas it's like here. Christmas but you don't know which day it's gonna let it's like yeah. if Christmas was on a different day every floating, year
1: floating Christmas
2: yeah exactly it happens every year and everyone's like whoa Taysom Why Hill. Is it then, not starting yeah exactly backup quarterback Tight end, special teams, God. Gadget Uh, player. I mean, Andy Dalton, what are you going to do? 16 for 24, 187 yards and a touchdown plus a pick. But Taysom Hill goes, this is hilarious. He goes one for one. Yeah. 22 yards pass. Good pass, though. That was a good pass. That one. It was a good pass. One touchdown pass, nine carries for 100. Twelve yards rushing and three rushing touchdowns. Plus, he picked up a fumble recovery on second team on yes, special, team. On special teams. Yeah, This dude was everywhere. I mean, the only thing he didn't do was block a punt, which he has done in the past. <laughs> it's crazy. He's insane. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, everybody can get their uh, they can wipe their miles off uh, uh, after the the blow the blowing of Taysom Hill. We know that uh, it's his it's his turn to blow for the rest of the year. But
2: I love no, he how he does what it, he does though. I, I, yeah, I like so, him. I love how, you know, he he blows up and it's like he becomes like the number one guy on the waiver wire in fantasy. And it's like, come on, everybody calm down. It's okay. You know, you're going to pick him up and next week he's going to have two fantasy points. Trust me. Uh, There was no defense in this game. Uh, The Seahawks had a pretty good run game as well. Uh, This Kenneth Walker III, he was was fun to watch. You know, monster 70-yard touchdown run. Um, uh, What's his name? Uh, was it who's the guy who went out? Somebody got injured in this game. Oh, I don't know. Rashad, Rashad Penny? I think got injured. In Did this he?
1: Game. Oh, yeah. yeah he a big he was, run. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> he was averaging almost seven yards a carry. Uh, he went out with some kind of a lower body injury. I'm not sure what okay. it was. Damn, but Gino to Tyler Lockett was fucking lit. Mm, hundred yards. Ballin'. I had over hundred yards receiving, two TD grabs. Um, for the Saints, I obviously whatever say what you want to say but i know they won this game but i'd be a little worried about the state of what is supposed to be an elite defense mm. uh because it's not like this team is going to put up 39 points every week right? right and the seahawks obviously despite losing probably still feel kind of good about the way that they're playing i mean they're out here playing with house money a bridge quarterback and and they nearly won this game letting russell wilson go and rolling with gino based on the first five weeks Suddenly, doesn't seem as crazy as we originally thought, right? Yeah. No, um, but he
1: was saying we got two quarterbacks, <clears throat> two starting quarterbacks.
2: Oh, but that was dumb. He <laughs> it, 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 that he didn't mean that. That yeah, was, it was just like, Pete Carroll. It was
1: like my gum got stuck in my teeth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean that.
1: All right, I need I need some uh, uh, yeah. uh, some death music for the next game. Oh, The only thing, the worst part about being a Dolphins fan is uh, there's a possibility that you lose to the most annoying franchise uh, because you played them twice a year. And Miami lost to the the Jets. I picked Miami to win this game. I did not know that on the first play of the game, our now starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, Mm. would throw a dumbass uh, pass that I think it was wrongful that they called it Intentional grounding, but whatever. They called intentional grounding in the end zone because the tight end who the ball landed right next to was engaged in a block. Mm. So they're saying Mm. he wasn't a receiver.
2: Mm.
1: I don't know. I thought an eligible receiver. I mean, I thought an eligible receiver is an eligible receiver, but whatever. Sure. Uh, So anyway, they call that, and then it becomes a safety. So his one contribution to the game (laughs) is uh, a safety. And on that play, (laughs) he uh, fell down. They thought he hit his head. And because they thought he hit his head, the new concussion protocol, which is because of Miami's starting quarterback, says that he can't come back in the game. So now the third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, who lit up the uh, preseason, got to see what it's like to play against a real defense. And Miami got fucking mollywhopped 40-17 to without either one of their two cornerbacks either. So there was no way they were going to win this game.
2: So... Instead of talking about this game which in my opinion is a is a bit of an anomaly. Yeah. Um I will say this, the rookies for the Jets balled out. Yes,
1: they have a um, they, We said they might have won the draft.
2: Brees Hall played great. Um uh, Sauce Gardner got his first interception of the Pick year. Six. Um so great job by them. Obviously, yeah. they put up a 40-burger on the Dolphins. Yeah. Hooray, hooray. Uh, but let's talk uh, – instead of talking about the game, sorry, Jets fans. Um, this <laughs> well, congrats. New... Congrats, <laughs> Jets fans. Yeah, congrats. But I think the important part is to talk about this new concussion protocol because this is something that's going to probably affect the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, they announced in a joint statement the NFL and the Players Association on Saturday. Uh With regard to, you know, what happened in the Tua situation, their statement was, quote, the step by step process outlined in the concussion protocol was followed. The outcome in this case was not what was intended. Um, This to me was kind of a weird, hilarious statement that in some ways reminded me of like when Reagan got caught with his hand in the cookie jar during the Iran Contra scandal. Mm -hmm. He had this really funny, like verbal judo bullshit statement where he was like, you know, I, I I deny anything ever happened, and and my heart and my best intention says that's true, even though the facts are telling me that it's not. Uh, so it's like <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's
1: known uh, knowns and known unknowns, but then you got to watch out for yeah. the unknown knowns and the unknown yeah. unknowns.
2: <laughs> oh, bro! If we ever get a chance to go see the Earl Morris documentary about Donald Rumsfeld, it's one of the most brilliant fucked up movies I've ever seen.
1: All right.
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: Uh, Anyway, the statement went on to say that based on the advice of the party's respective medical experts, the protocols will be modified to enhance the safety of the players, specifically the term ataxia has been added to the mandatory no-go symptoms ataxia is defined as abnormally abnormality of balance stability motor coordination and or dysfunctional speech caused by a neurological issue in other words if a player is diagnosed with ataxia by any club or neutral physician involved in the application uh or anybody on Twitter. No, it doesn't say that. Uh, of <laughs> protocol, he will be prohibited from returning to the game. Yeah. Um, so now it's basically like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if they're able to, again, we're, in the ne- we're not at the next game yet, but when we get there, we're going to have a conversation about consistency. We're really mm. going to get to see throughout the rest of the year how they're going to deal with this. Uh, I have a feeling it's not going to go well. I have a feeling you'll see it during the regular season, but then when it comes playoffs, it's like, yep. eh, it disappears. Here's what
1: needs to happen. The NFL and the NFLPA needs to say, concussions are a part of our game. We'll do our best to protect the players, but stuff like what happened to Tua can't happen because there's no perfect protocol. That anybody's going to be happy with. If we say, as soon as we think you have a concussion, you never, you're not going to play for three weeks, people are not going to be happy about it because the player's going to be sitting there saying, I can, I'm can, i good. And doctors will be saying, he's good. And then we'll be saying, the rules are fucked up. But then if we say, like in Tua's case, he passes all of the protocol we have, then you see him laying on the ground, going through spasms, and you're like, mm. you're wrong. No, this is a part of the game. This can happen in this gladiator sport that we have. Mm -hmm. It's hard to see. It sucks to see a player laying on the ground like that. It sucks Mm -hmm. to see somebody losing their consciousness and all of this stuff. But it Mm -hmm. is a part of this violent game that we love. Just say that. What's so hard about that? We're trying our best. Our best sometimes doesn't work. But we're still trying our best. We adjusted this protocol. We did after what happened in Tua. But then Teddy Bridgewater was good. He passed everything. But sorry, we have to overcorrect.
2: My, my my main concern here is that we've seen it time and time again, and, and I understand they have the best of intentions yeah. uh, in their effort to um, change the protocol as quickly as possible. but yeah. historically speaking, the NFL, when they move quickly, they very oftentimes fuck it up even worse.
1: Yeah
2: they, when they overcorrect, they wind up creating a new problem. Um, yeah, and now they and we'll happen. see.
1: Yeah, they're gonna we'll see they should... it's the same
2: it's the same thing when you know like it, a far less dangerous scenario but you know look at what happened when they decided to focus on on the taunting calls like yeah. how that suddenly started to change the outcome of games yeah for trash talking which yeah. is like, like way less like what here, yeah. who cares you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah we'll see this is i this is not the last time we're gonna have to talk no. about this
1: but I, I we are gonna talk more about consistency so that's when we oh. move on to this next game. Yes, uh, let's. The, uh, the Bucks beat the Falcons. You picked an upset, mm-hmm. uh, and you were wrong. But and the referee you-
2: decided to pick something else. <laughs> uh, but, go but, ahead. What was your question?
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say something to uh, uh, Jerome Boger.
2: We're
1: trash There's so many times this guy's involved in these controversial calls where he has mm. to have a pre- The fact that he's having press conferences <laughs> like if I was, if I'm a ref I want to look at it like an offensive lineman if people know my name that's not a good sign everybody knows <laughs> Jerome Boger That's a very good point <laughs> everybody knows this fucking guy's name man and and it's I, I, every, every seems like every week I'm like what the fuck Boger again and now they calls a um, who knows what would have happened maybe sure. the bucks would have pulled it out or whatever but what we do know is the falcons sacked brady to make them have to give up the ball and get get the ball back and uh they the the boger team called <clears throat> uh roughing the passer which is probably <clears throat> headed for a review re- reviewable penalty uh in the near future but you can see the player try to put his hand down to hold himself up while taking the football. It was also a fumble. But they call roughing the passer.
2: And he tried to kick him. Who tried Brady to kick? tried to Brady tried to kick Grady Jarrett as he was getting up. I didn't like see, as I didn't Grady see Jarrett was getting off of him, Brady tried to kick him.
1: Was he trying to kick the ball loose or he was just
2: mad? No, he was trying to kick Grady Jarrett, but he missed him. If you go back and watch the tape, it's ridiculous. I'll go back. Okay, look. Before, so here's the thing. Everybody thought my Falcons were going to get their asses whooped, um, <laughs> but we picked. We didn't. We bet that they were covered. And but we I that, knew. But. Now the thing. Everyone is basically basing their opinion on the Falcons uh, on past recent past history. But this defense came to compete. Um, unfortunately, someone forgot to tell the offense to show up. Mariota, uh, Mariota, go ahead and hit it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, he was so bad in the first yeah. half. I almost expected to see Desmond Ritter come out in the second half, especially since we had just seen it last week up in Pittsburgh. You oh, know what I mean? Like yeah. how, how when it happens somewhere else, you kind of – you start to see it like, oh, we're in the same situation. Let's go yeah, try let's that. Go. Mike yeah. Tomlin tried it. I want to try it too. Uh, at the half, Mariota was 5 for 14, 52 yards passing. We were down 13 zip. Um, which oddly I even told my family at the time, I'd rather be down by 13 at the half than up 13 at the half as a Falcons (laughs) fan, because it's like, you just know what's coming. Um, Brady was, you know, I mean, what are you supposed to say? He did throw for 351 yards, but, but he, he was, he threw the ball 51 times. He only completed 35 of his passes. Um, we held the run game to only 69 total yards. Um, you know. The, he forced them to do the short dink and duck passes we didn't really give him anything deep um you know it, it, they, the defense looked pretty good considering the team they were going up against uh the Falcons defense finally decided to show up in the fourth quarter with a nice six play drive that polished off with a Avery Williams touchdown run Avery Williams never heard of him
1: never heard um of him. He used yeah. to play for the pack. I remember he played for the Packers. Right?
2: <laughs> of course he did. Uh, <laughs> we forced a couple of three and outs. Uh, and then we go on this 12-play drive that ended with a lovely 20-yard touchdown strike from Mariota to Z- Zacchaeus, right? Mm-hmm. We go for two. We get it. Mm-hmm. We're down by six, right? Enter stage right Jerome Boger. <laughs> okay? Now, for those of you who don't know this, this is the same referee. Mm-hmm who screwed the Ravens last week.
1: Yep. oh no, rough the in a passer.
2: Yeah. Uh this is also the same referee whose crew was tossed from the playoffs last year. I was going to say that. I didn't okay, yep, yep. Due to several questionable calls. Mm-hmm. Uh in fact, if you Google his name and you go deep into the Google search, you find a history of questionable calls and people worried about this guy stretching back into the 2010s, early 2010s, mm. like when he was named the referee, he was going to be the referee for the Super Bowl in 2013, mm. and everybody was like, "Why? This guy's the worst ref in the league." This is 2013, okay? Damn. So it kind of makes you wonder, what the fuck is he still doing here? Anyway, mm. everybody knows what happened by now. It's the talk of the NFL. Third and five. <clears throat> the ball is on the Atlanta 47-yard line. Grady Jarrett gets the sack uh to me if if you ask me obviously I think this is a textbook sack. it's a it's a tackle he he grabs Brady by the waist and the momentum of of pulling him to the ground, sure, I guess you could say that it looks like he whips him over and maybe it looks a little something like what happened to Tua right. uh a, a week or so ago um Brady lands on his shoulder exactly, and the guy um, takes the ball too. <clears throat> And the referee who was closest to the play did not throw a flag. He's standing right there looking at the play, and then, you know, of course Brady, you know Brady, this motherfucker, you he know, asks, in the post, and he shall receive in the postgame press conference. They ask him about it. He's like, "Hey, I don't throw the flags." And it's like, "No, you do not throw the flags." But you, you know ask what you do. For them. What you do is you fucking kick your legs and throw your hands up in the air. And you also insert yourself into a conversation between the two referees because you have the one guy who threw the flag, Boger, and the other guy who presumably he's saying why he didn't throw the flag. Like I'm guessing he's saying, well, I I didn't think that looked like roughing the passer to me. And Brady's all up in it. And then you can read Boger's lips and he says – yeah, we're calling roughing the passer, and that's when Brady goes, "Yep," and he starts pointing like he knows that it's a penalty mm. against the Falcons. Mm. And normally they push the player away, like "Get out of here! This is between us, not Brady." Though, I I mean, they don't even need to call it roughing the passer anymore. They should just call it roughing the goat. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> this is just. Well, I'm going when we finish
1: recording this. I'm going to find the nearest goat to me, and I'm kicking it. I'm
2: going to... <laughs> I'm going to rough a goat today. <laughs> now, look, I want to be clear before we move on from this game that um, I'm not saying that the Falcons were going to win this game. They still, If if everything had gone the way it should have gone and we got the ball back, we still had to go the length of the yeah. field and score that touchdown to win the game, which who Against knows? Against a good
1: defense, yeah.
2: Against a good defense, and, and you're dealing with Marcus Mariota. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Marcus Mariota? Exactly. But I am telling you that he the referee essentially took the game in his hands and Mm -hmm. and robbed us of the opportunity to prove that we could win this football game
1: as as fans we deserve to know what would have happened you know what i'm saying we deserve Mm -hmm. to to see a fair game and bogart keeps robbing us of that he's the nathaniel hackett of referees
2: exactly (laughs) i have more to say to this later when we get to our superlative so i'll stop here
1: all right uh then we got the Titans uh, scraped by the Washington uh, Commanders. Mm. Uh, I picked the Titans to win, and the Titans did win.
2: Yeah. but Tannehill um, got sacked five barely. times in this game. Uh, barely. Yeah. He got sacked five times for a total of 45 lost yards. He only threw for 181 yards, but thankfully Derrick Henry is now back to He's being back, Derrick yeah. Henry um they're gonna but they, they're gonna
1: they're gonna run him into the ground again
2: but that, that was the thing i was gonna say he he had 102 yards on 28 carries 28 right. carries guys are you sure i it, this is how you broke him last year yeah um the titans d also did a number on the commander's run game allowing only 43 total rushing yards so that's that has to wow. be said um really great to see brian robinson the rookie make his debut back mm. after being shot in the knee in uh, an attempted carjacking. Uh, he only had 22 yards, unfortunately, but but still, hey, welcome back. Yeah, man. Welcome to the NFL. Yeah. If this guy gets heated up, if he's as good as he was in the preseason, they really got something here. This team needs something to help them turn it around. Um, <clears throat> Carson Wentz, touchdown passes to De'Ami Brown. How beautiful were those? Yes. Whoa. Just
1: dropping. Yes, I was impressed, man. Wentz is going to do that, man
2: he has these he's so we, he's such a weird Up and quarterback. Down, man. he's a roller coaster he's such a quarterback. weird yeah. yeah this was not a good football game there were a lot of punts yeah um even still Wentz had a chance to win this game only down I like by punts four. by the way I'm a, oh yeah punts I'm make you wet head. uh he <laughs> punts uh yeah Wentz he had a chance to win this game down by four he takes command as he said he was gonna do <laughs> leads his men on a 17 play drive 87 yards uh but on 3rd and 2 from the Titans 2-yard line Wentz does what Wentz so often does in the clutch and throws a pass slightly beside, behind his receiver yeah. in the double coverage yeah. and gets picked off. It's so funny when you hear him in the post-game uh interview. He says, "The moment the ball left my hand, I knew it was a touchdown." It's like <laughs> uh that's Carson. how it felt, man. That's did, how you, felt. Did, did you not watch the tape? Never say never, but never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. The Titans, who looked a little shaky to start the year, uh, everyone predicting this big drop-off, they're now quietly three and two. Very interesting.
1: We predicted a big drop-off, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, the commanders, on the other hand, who looked explosive out of the gates, have lost four straight, and now they're one and four. So but they get the Bears this week, so that
1: should help. Who knows, man? The Bears kind of frisky. Friskier than I thought.
2: Let's go into the shit bowl. I can't wait to talk about the shit bowl. (laughs) Shit bowl of the week. (laughs) That's
1: the shit bowl of the week. (laughs) Starring the (laughs) Houston Texans and the Jaguars. Uh I I want Tom Brady to weigh in on this.
0: There's a lot of bad football from what I watch.
2: That's a good one. <laughs> uh, That's the, a good one.
0: <laughs> I
1: knew you liked that. Texans playing the Jaguars. Uh, I got a little soft spot in my heart for Lovey Smith. And I got a soft spot in my heart for winning division bets. So the Jaguars were this team that was scaring me a bit because they started heating up a little bit. But mm. the Texans were like, hey, man, we're the AFC South. <laughs> <laughs> where any team can lose. any given sunday you can lose a game <laughs> cuz <we're in> the word <laughs> it's like you know what we're the last winless team in the NFL and yeah. one of the two teams with a tie so let's go for it man let's take these jaguars down and they did they've been having their number recently and uh Trevor Lawrence is has turned into the new checkdown king yeah he was i want to see what his uh Average yards per attempt are because that's a big stat they're talking about now. How what far did they say
2: about the that? Texans in this game that they've haven't they beat the Jags like seven or eight games in a row or something? Something like
1: that. They got their number, man. I, yeah, I heard them say that.
2: I mean, it's obviously for different reasons every time, but in this one, for two sure, two of the reasons I was mean, Urban Meyer sure yeah but you have to shout out damian pierce this rookie man he's running he's back fun to watch he's like he he has the density of a bowling ball he, it's like, impossible like to, yeah you can't really tackle it oh nick chubb former bulldog is that your? <laughs> uh, get a little slurry yeah i know i know him i know him i'm familiar with his work uh <laughs> he, he uh, The Jags, it's funny, in this game, the Jags, they outgained the Texans on the ground and in the air, but they just couldn't stop stepping on their own dicks, speaking of pulling their dicks out. Maybe they should have put them back in. Uh, (laughs) I I, I don't have much much else to say about this game, other than something I guess I've probably already said. I, I, I get that you have a hot shot year two quarterback, but... I really don't think a recipe for success involves asking him to throw the ball forty-seven times. No, I, I, I just I just don't. Maybe uh, the Texans
1: so- are daring him to throw it. I don't know, but he throw and he throws it underneath. It's like he sees the coverage he doesn't like. Just pitch it down, like down, check down, check down. He's check down, Charlie, and it's not gonna. Twenty-five
2: it, completions on forty-seven passes. I, I just don't think that's what you're looking for. Yeah.
1: Uh, next game, the 49ers. Uh, Speaking just, of
2: something you're not looking for, <laughs> he's just not going to want that.
1: <laughs> They're just not going to want that. The uh, 49ers took the job of Matt Rule and, and threw it in the trash. Uh, we, I, I think I want to go back and look. I think I said they were going to get him fired. I'm pretty sure I said that uh, in our predictions when we did this game. Because uh, I had this one and I said, I want to say I said the 49ers. I'm going to get him fired today.
2: I and distinctly remember you saying last week that it does Matt rule keep his job after this game? Yeah. And I don't remember what I said, but I do remember what I thought, which was like, nah, it's no, it's too early was what I thought in my head. And
3: I was wrong. You fired. were right.
2: As usual, you're always right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the, uh, over the 49ers. Over yeah. And over, over and over, over and over, over again. <laughs> <laughs> the 49ers opening drive told you everything you needed to know about how this game was going to go. Seven plays, 75 yards, just over three minutes, and they just sliced through Carolina's defense like it was warm. You know that butter? It, <laughs> people, I feel like it's only in the South that people do this, right? Where you they they know something that everybody else doesn't know, which is that you can leave butter out. Yeah on the counter yeah. Like you don't have to put it in the fridge,
1: yeah.
2: you know, and my father used to always do this. I think my mother does it too. Would they leave butter out on the counter?
3: Yeah. Just, uh, they're
2: sure. like, no, 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 it's fine. It's it. Spray it's spread it nice on your toes. Better. Yeah. That was the Panthers. They were, they were <laughs> room temperature butter. Uh, Jimmy G didn't even have to be special. He completed just over half of his passes and still threw two touchdown passes. Jeff Wilson was a monster in this game. Uh, he was great. It
1: was a one-sided Bak- ass whooping, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel uh, Baker Mayfield. We thought they were going to take them to the next level. Matt Rule gambled on them, and now he's going the to most, go hang out with the, with our boy, man, with uh, with yeah. Chucky.
2: He's going to <laughs> hang out with John Gruden. The most exciting thing Baker Mayfield did in this game was throwing a pick six to Emmanuel Mosley. <laughs> um, that was awesome. Well, at least I gave you uh, a highlight. <laughs> yeah, and 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 he also leaves this game in a boot. He's injured. So Mm. next week, you're going to see PJ Walker. I don't know how long Baker's going to be out for. I heard three weeks. I heard six weeks. They're not putting him on IR. So I don't know what Mm. that was the last thing I heard. Uh, Yeah. So obviously, Matt Rule ended the two-man race with Nathaniel Hackett to figure out who was going to be the first coach fired. Mm. Uh, After two seasons and five weeks, he goes 11 and 27. Not good. Okay. He should have been gone at
1: the end of the year last year. We said this shit, man
2: yeah well you know of course acquiring yeah, Baker Mayfield it, yeah. gave him the chance to yeah. see uh but obviously the leash was a lot shorter than than we imagine uh they also fired two coordinators who had been there for a long time um a clean house the defensive pass game coordinator Steve Wilkes will become oh he used in, to be the in, coach of the Cardinals right yep he will become the interim head coach um look, This is all not – it is not entirely on Matt Rule. To be fair, I would argue that David Tepper has no idea what he's doing, especially when it comes to (laughs) the quarterbacks he covets, right? He he shit-cans Cam Newton. You roll with Teddy B. You go after Sam Darnold like like somehow he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He turns out to be trash. We knew that. And then you bring back Cam Newton. That didn't work either. And then you go after Baker Mayfield. Um, And while he's shown – no ability to hustle in the draft when there's good prospects to be had mm. i mean he he could have gone after tua he could have gone after herbert he had all yeah. i mean they had to hire enough draft pick where they could have made some moves yeah. and got one of these quarterbacks and he kept trying to he thinks he thinks he's less need he thinks he can go out mm-hmm. here and fuck these picks and go out here and hustle and and but he's not he's not good he's not a good g he's not a good owner he's he doesn't know what he's doing Mm. um <clears throat> matt rule i don't think anybody needs to lose any sleep over him there are a ton of college football vacancies at the moment uh which is that's the world he came from and he will go right back there just like urban uh but now he's Obama, got a recruiting,
1: another key to his recruiting uh thing is going to be i know yeah. what the, i know what it takes to get to the nfl
2: yeah he's got you got wisconsin you got nebraska hey. arizona state georgia tech yeah, is looking it's, for it's a coach. Tell if recruits,
1: you, uh, this is your path to the NFL. I,
2: I hope he winds up at Georgia Tech just so the Bulldogs can beat the fucking living shit out of him every year right around <laughs> Thanksgiving. Let's go.
1: And they can uh yeah, they can <clears throat> stop with that goddamn running offense. Ugh.
2: Mm. Bad news Tech. for the 49ers though, they lose Nick Bosa in this game to a groin injury again. Damn. Uh for how long is unclear. Um, I think there were several other, they're coming into next week with quite a few injuries.
1: All right. Well, maybe, um, maybe that helps because this next game.
2: Well, I think, you know, they need to be worried about that because next week they go up against the mighty, mighty Falcons in the a, so <laughs> bring it bitch. We're, you're going to be playing to a crowd of literally hundreds. So get ready.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the next game was, uh, an upset that you picked. You said mm. the Cowboys would beat the Rams. Mm. You said it was some confidence. And mm-hmm, I did. You said that defense was gonna be a problem. The defensive player of the year that we both <laughs> said was gonna be it is proven. He was out there playing injured too. Yep. Micah Parsons out there. Is it
2: it's Micah? Not Mika. It's Micah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's out there balling, man.
2: <clears throat> oh man, these Rams. I I'm I'm curious. I kind of wanted to start this by asking a question. Do, is it time to panic or is it too early? What do you think?
1: I would panic if I was a Rams fan or the Rams. I'm I'm panicking a little bit. The fact that uh, they have a racist quarterback that doesn't want to throw the ball to the black players, and that no, nah. <laughs> he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to sling it around a little bit. Um, they got, I mean, there's like, Ben Skaronic. Yeah, Skaronic like and Cups, Skaronic and Cups, Higby, I like, Here you go. <laughs> I, I like the cut of his jib. Let's use him at at fullback. I do feel like uh, similar to another top coach, Bill Belichick. I'll keep saying he's a top coach. The Rams, maybe you might have a point that McVay kind of figures out what he has and then adjust to later in the season, opposite of our boy uh, Cliff Kingsbury. So uh, we'll see what they do. I wouldn't panic as long as you got – Sean McVay and I don't mm. want to say Stafford, but you got their really good defense, mm. defensive players, I should say. Sure. They just got a offense got a hold of their end of the bargain. Uh, Aaron Donald well still looked like a fucking beast.
2: It, yeah, it's true. He was good in this game. The bad news for anyone playing the Rams is that Stafford to cup. It it's still automatic. Just it can't be stopped. The good news is is that's about all they have
1: for now. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: And then didn't Cam Akers get hurt? I think so. Yeah. The run game is not good. Um, You know, also the offensive line appears to have some issues. Uh, Didn't the Cowboys scored on a a sack scoop score. Demarcus Lawrence. What was that? Third play of the game. Not a good way to start
1: the game. Um, Yeah. Going down to the Cowboys. It might be the best defense in the NFL.
2: Cam Akers had only 33 yards rushing. Allen Robinson continues to be completely invisible. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Cowboys D, uh, honestly, I mean, what else can you say about them? They sacked Stafford five times. They have 11 QB hits. They blocked a punt. Um, You know, the scoop and score after, uh, obviously. And then after the Rams TD, they forced Stafford and company to just, for the rest of the game, it was just punt, 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 miss field goal, punt, interception, and then a fumble. Um, I mean, it's... I think in, in one way, okay, so obviously, again, the other obvious thing that we already knew is that Tony Pollard is still better than Zeke Elliott. Um, I was, dude, give up <laughs>
1: with the Zeke shit. Jeez Louise. Yeah. They,
2: um, <laughs> like, but but I will say this. They did manage to kind of create a little mini two-headed monster situation. I mean, Zeke yeah, performed. Yeah. Well, he had 86 yards. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and and then, uh, so if they can manage to sort of figure that, keep that going, then that's obviously... Uh, I would probably thing. try to start
1: and, the game with Pollard, but I don't know. I guess it's work. It's working. They're <laughs> winning with a backup quarterback holding the fort until Dak gets back. The defense it'd is be, really holding the fort, but, you know.
2: It would be really interesting to see if Dak plays this week. Um, I think if he's healthy – this game, even though they did win, kind of provided a perfect justification for why everyone just needs to ignore this goofiness of like, oh, my God, is Cooper Rush going to take Dak's shot? Because Cooper Rush was not that great. He was 10 no. for 16, 102 yards. Nothing special. No. Um, uh, you know, he, he wasn't great. So that's, that's, that's a good situation for them. It's like, okay, great. Thank you, Cooper Rush. You did better than we expected. Time for Dak to take over. They got a huge game next week, Monday Night Football against the undefeated Eagles. I mean, that is like sneaky, like could be one of the best games of the year. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, certainly boy, one of the more important games Next week has got some burners on it, boy.
2: Yeah, it does. Next it week
1: really might does. have two, the AFC and NFC championship mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the uh, speaking of the Eagles. The Eagles played the Cardinals. I picked the Eagles to win because I'm just picking against the Cardinals every week. It's a Kingsbury. It's a Kingsbury. And a it, safe it was bet. close. Uh, 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 Kyler Murray keeps saving Cliff Kingsbury's job. He makes yep. these bad calls all game, and then he just leaves it up to Kyler, who kind of makes it a, a competitive. And then uh, that's what I saw in this game. The Eagles got ran out ahead as they've been doing all season it seems like they run out ahead and then they let you back in the game to keep it interesting. They got to Yeah, the a Cardinals on that.
2: the Cardinals defense um kind of quietly began to take hold of this game yeah. after after they went down 14 nothing. Um I think the Eagles only had two second half field goals. That's the only points they had in the second half.
1: Yeah, they got um, they got bored, man.
2: Cardinals lost James Conner in this game. To an injury, but you know, Benjamin stepped up, played pretty well. Um, Hollywood Brown seems to be working out well in Arizona. Yes. yes. Um, you know, in the end, okay, this is funny. This game came down to a very bizarre sequence in the end. Uh, where it's second and 10, 36 seconds left. Kyler takes off, he slides just before the first down marker, even though he had at least two or three more yards oh, and yeah. could have safely slid and gotten the first down. <laughs> They have no timeouts. So instead of running a play, Kyler spikes the ball on third and one, stops the clock at 22, which means it forces fourth down. You got to kick the ball. Can't run another play. Out trots Matt Amendola mm-hmm. for a 43 yard game tying field goal attempt. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I knew he was going to miss it. Me too, bro. <clears throat> I knew it before, <laughs> way before they started showing that montage of him missing kicks
1: yeah.
2: in warm ups. Yeah. But I'll tell you why I knew it. Matt Amendola last year played for the Jets. Okay. Now, for those of you who listen to the podcast, uh, for those of you new listeners who who are just with us for this season, I was in London for the Falcons-Jets game. I nearly got hit in the head by Matt Amendola as he yes. missed wa- wide right <laughs> in warm-ups uh and then we had this little moment where he he asked for the ball back and and i made a show of it and threw a deep pass to him and and the whole crowd at tottenham stadium cheered and thought it was very funny uh but and in the game When he had a chance to kick a field goal from a very similar spot, I said to both of my kids, it's it's going wide right. It's going (laughs) wide right. And sure enough, it went wide right. And I knew it immediately. And then they started showing that montage of like, miss, shanks at wide right, wide right. So, of course, what does he do? Wide right, game over. You lose. This guy, you got to – I I don't understand why you have – you got my man, former Bulldog uh, Rodrigo Blankenship out here uh, who gets cut – by the Colts for some reason. He's available. Go get him. This guy was money. Have the, the lost Colts sense cut him.
1: cutting him. That's the question. Hmm? Hmm? Uh,
2: That's the I don't key. Know, That's the,
1: the key difference. No, I'll just kidding.
2: <laughs> he was holding uh, them back. Either way, the Eagles escape uh with a victory, uh, to remain unbeaten. Five and zero. Um, the Cardinals showed that they could but the Cardinals, I think, kind of showed us that the Eagles can get got. Yeah. In, in a way, which makes this Eagles Cowboys game next week even more juicy.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they'll finally lose. I think the Cowboys are gonna beat them.
2: I think so too. Sucks for our, our
1: bet. We should cash out this bet right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what? But if but if they don't lose, yeah, man. Then yeah, yeah, that's what gambling all about. <laughs> I know, right?
2: But the
1: next game, yeah. uh, another coach that I bet against every week is the. <laughs> that I no I pick against every week is uh your boys your Bengals. You got a soft spot for them, I know. But I knew the Ravens were going to beat them. You picked the uh the Bengals to beat the Ravens. And uh no.
2: So the thing that Zach I wanted Taylor. to tell you, <clears throat> the thing that I wanted to tell you about Zach Taylor. It's official. Even Saga who is very yeah. Critical of you yes, last yeah, year yeah. for yeah. talking shit about her coach. Yeah. Last night she says to me, "I think I'm on the Whack Taylor Express." <laughs> Welcome to the Whack Taylor Express saga. <laughs> you don't need a ticket, but you definitely need a seatbelt because it's going to be a bumpy ride. This dude's it's it's
1: trash, man. I was just watching. I'm just like, he looks. It looks, you know what, Nathaniel Hackett makes everybody look a little smarter. But uh, Zach Taylor, Wag Taylor is, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not a believer.
2: Look, I, I kind of want, we can blow through this game pretty quickly because what All happened right. was is that the the Ravens got up quick. And then the Bengals tied. And then it was a little back and forth. And mm-hmm. both teams kind of looked good at certain parts of the game and bad at other parts of the game. And it yeah. comes down obviously to the final kick. I mean, the craziest thing about this, and this is obviously kind of a nerdy next gen stats thing. uh, But, but the fact that the fact that Justin Tucker, the game winning field goal, you know, somebody did the math on how perfect that kick was. Oh
1: yeah. Right. And, yeah.
2: and yes. And they determined, you see this all over Twitter this week. They determined that even if the uprights, were only a half a yard wide, that kick still would have been good. Insane, but, and when he, like that's I how was perfect. Like, that's why I used to
1: try to do on Madden, try to split the uprights perfectly, and he fucking did it from forty-seven yards away. But didn't the Bengals go for some fourth down? Like, what
2: was it he did?
1: <clears throat> I can't remember, man. There was oh, a fourth yeah. down. I was like, this is the this is the one that's gonna lose the game. Mm-hmm. I but can't again, remember though.
2: For me, it's like I, Zach. Zach Taylor is definitely the story of this game, uh, and he definitely is is back to being whack Taylor. Yeah. Burrow after this game told the media that it, it's going to continue to be difficult for this team, for for the Bengals, um, if teams continue to play them like this. Because when he looks up after the snap, he there's nobody open downfield.
1: Damn, I wouldn't have to said me, that shit.
2: to me. This is very similar. In a very different way, but very – remember when Lamar Jackson said Mm -hmm. last year, when we get up to the line, it's almost like the defense already knows what play we're going to run? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where we're at with the Bengals, right? And this is always a difficult thing. When you become the team to beat, Mm -hmm. people start scheming against whatever you're best at, and then you have to show that you're a good enough coach to Adjust. uh, adjust and overcome that. Uh, or do like the Chiefs the,
1: and get rid of that player everybody knows is that you know what I mean make you fucking change it
2: and to me if you look at some of the other teams it sort of helps to prove the point that I'm trying to make you look at the Rams they have a lot of issues but getting Cooper Cup open ain't one of them Devontae Adams double teamed every play but Derek Carr still finds him Tyreek Hill sometimes triple teamed The guys near the top of the league in reception yards justin jefferson stefan diggs everyone knows that who the team's best receiver is and everybody knows that they're going to draw double coverage getting them open is part partly obviously on the receiver but when it's not working you have to start looking in the direction of the coaching staff that calls the plays Mm. travis kelsey such a great example this is the game we're getting ready to talk about in a minute you get down into the red zone. Is anyone confused about where the ball is headed? Nope. And yet the guy still catches four touchdown passes.
1: Because they do stuff like put him under the center or divert with him and you know, keep you off off your game.
2: But it's but all smoke Bengals and mirrors. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. And and I don't think Wack Taylor has the He's ability. not capable,
1: man. You know no. what he did? You know what he did? He called like the first four plays to chase. Yeah. He did a, a a bubble screen and then they did like a little sweep. Didn't it? Like they were putting the ball in Chase's hands at the beginning of the game. It's not the same as scheming him open. No, I, don't no. Know. I, I noticed it too. I was like, look at him. Look at him trying to get the ball. Look at him. That's cute. That's cute. Whack.
2: <laughs> to me, right now, this is all on. i not all, but I would say seventy five percent of this, in my opinion, is on Wack Taylor. Right. Now. I think. Uh, but you you
1: gotta believe in the future interim coach. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> Lou Anarumo? <laughs> At Lou Anarumo, yeah, <laughs> I think you got to believe in him because he's doing this thing. And uh, it's true when he's the when they fire Wag Taylor, he's the interim coach. I think they'll be in good hands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would love that saga. Now finally agrees with you. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, that made my <laughs> that made my day, man. Hmm. Uh, now we're going on to the final game, which delivered. We knew it was going to be. Well, we thought it was going to be good. Uh, and we almost won some money on it But I got greedy this was,
2: a, this was a bit of a revenge game too I don't know if anybody remembers this last year But the Raiders came into the Chiefs mm-hmm. building And beat them last year And after the game They did a double circle with the team bus Around the stadium Everybody made a big deal about it About how the Raiders <laughs> did a little After the game uh, when
1: really the bus driver just forgot, missed his exit. That's what happened.
2: <laughs> he just yeah, he got stuck <laughs> in a roundabout. And he are like, oh yeah, oh, we were fine. taunting.
1: We were taunting.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, I mean, Devante Adams, I feel oh you, bro. My God. If you haven't seen it, it's out there. Adams leaving the field, very oh yeah. disappointed, frustrated, frustrated. A member of the camera crew steps in his way <laughs> as he's on his way to the locker room, and Adams shoves this dude down to the ground. Not smart. Yeah. Okay, not a good look. Yeah. Uh but understandable. Yeah, it is very understandable how frustrated it must be to play against these Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Car goes 19 for 30, 241 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Josh Jacobs, 21 carries for 154 yards and a touchdown. Adams, only three receptions, 124 yards and two touchdowns. And because he had only three receptions and so many fucking yards he averaged 41.3 yards per reception
1: man car (laughs) was dropping that shit in the bread basket uh, i mean i can't believe how accurate these guys are this is just dropping it in there
2: yep it wasn't like he had
1: to make it spectacular he was like i mean he's it was still tough catches uh, man it's like you can't even blame the corner it was just a perfect pass perfect catches uh-uh. every time and i knew uh, car was going to get hot we 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 made a bet that he was going to throw for more than uh over on touchdowns but they brought it all the way to the wire and chiefs pulled away and chiefs did mm-hmm. what they do man
2: god i mean man. mahomes just like flipped the switch as he does uh and and interestingly enough, as he's told us from the beginning of the year, it's a different guy every week, right? Yeah. So MVS was was their leading receiver, yeah. Marcus uh, Valdez Scanlon. Scanlon. Yeah. Next week, he'll probably have two receptions for 12 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Andy Reid, what are you? You never know,
1: you never know who I'm going to throw the ball to. you just got to play football. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to me, Andy Reid is the opposite of Zach Taylor.
1: Yes. Right, yes. you can see they're mad scientists over there, man. Reed, I bet you, I bet you, they sit there because you remember BNM didn't used to be as big as he is. They sit there, they bring in a pile of wings. And they study football in that facility and just suck on chicken wings while they uh, scheme and put their little potions together to fucking get Mm. the perfect offense. And they and you know, he doesn't
2: wear, he doesn't, and Andy Reid, you don't, I imagine him like when he's eating wings, like, you know, some people wear like a bib. I'm thinking Andy Reid's like in a parka. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a full poncho parka. He's just wrapped in plastic.
1: Just wing sauce. He just wipes his across or sideways. Just wipe it right across his chest. Yeah. Yeah. And again,
2: again, Mahomes to Kelsey. Again, this is the same point I was trying to make regarding Wack Taylor. It's death, taxes, and a touchdown pass from Mahomes to Kelsey. These are the only things you can be certain of in life. You know they're coming and they still can't stop it. That's good coaching. Yeah, man. Period
1: uh that's it for the week it was a great week of football Hmm. uh week five we were officially a quarter of the way through the season we learned so much uh and and we're moving man we're moving 2022 um real mvp what you got
2: i mean one passing touchdown three rushing touchdowns some monster mm. big-time runs, special mm. teams fumble recovery. I hate to say it, but this week, and likely the only week this will happen, it's Taysom Hill. He's got to be the real MVP.
1: you the real MVP. That's a good one, man. Uh, I'm going with uh, somebody who's who's already on our soundboard. Woo! Oh, it don't get no better than that, baby. Travis Kelsey out That's here. That's a good one. I love it. You know that that they're coming after you, like you said, there's just nothing you can do. And and he, he he runs it to perfection. He runs the routes to perfection and gets basically wide open every time uh, to score a touchdown, even though everybody knows the ball is probably going to him. So uh, I got to say, man, Travis Kelsey, this week. You're the real MVP. Uh, who's your trash?
2: Okay, th- this is the part of the show. Well, you know, the superlative part of the show. This is part of the show that implies that there's more than one right answer Mm -hmm. to this particular question week after week. (laughs) Uh, However, that's not the case. There is only one right answer Mm. to trash of the week this week. And it's Jerome Boger. I don't Mm. care. You you say anything else. It's wrong. And it's not just because of this shit happened to my team, though. I will admit that my reaction is more intense because of my fandom. That being said, this shit is the type of thing that really causes the casual fan Mm -hmm. to like, just stop watching football. Like why am I been watching this? Yeah. Right. Lack of consistency, unfairness, overreactions. The game, the game may be unpredictable and chaotic in the run of play, but as soon as it stops making sense, it's like, you know, letting the air out of the tires of your bike. Right. Bogart has a long history of extremely bad calls that stretch way back over decades. As I mentioned, um, But this particular referee doesn't even appear to understand the difference between a dangerous play and a textbook tackle okay in a game that requires men to tackle other men Mm -hmm. i see this as a fairly big problem to have someone like him in charge of calling a football game and of course the league is going to protect the refs and i get why Mm -hmm. but at some point they're going to have to acknowledge this problem and come up with some kind of a solution because boger and his crew being pulled from the playoff game last year because they're so shitty at their jobs. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? What what more evidence do you need that this dude is not supposed to, he's he's not good at what he's supposed to be good at?
1: Uh you were right when you said there's only one answer. <laughs> Cuz I had I actually had a two-parter. That Jerome B- Boger uh, was the trash and Nathaniel Hackett. But we knew the Hackett already. We also knew the Boger, but he just re-proves it every week. Last week, this week, in the past, being pulled, like you said. I, I have nothing more to add to that. But, yeah, this uh, this week, Jerome Boger.
2: You are trash!
1: And the NFL should, needs to have some accountability at some point and remove him from the position. Because well, I really sat re- there feeling like, man, this is not like <laughs> it's not even my team. It's it's just not fair. Like this is not right that this is happening and it's allowed. We're sitting here looking like I couldn't. I couldn't believe it, man.
2: I'd be super annoyed even if this wasn't my team. And you could see it all over Twitter. Even Bucks fans on Twitter were like, "Oof, shit, that was terrible." Yeah. Um, and honestly, so okay. For my shit learn i i just want to keep this going let's just keep rolling this because i I, i'm going to say on on the same topic i'll say it full disclosure i'm on the same target because i actually do i want to make it clear before i go into this that i i feel it's very important to protect the quarterback yeah i really really do okay it's a team game everybody knows that but let's be real the quarterback is like almost always the highest paid player They're almost always the face of the franchise. The stuff about protecting them on the slide, the headshots, the no more tackling at the legs. These are all good things. Okay. But if we now have to have a debate about what is a regular textbook tackle and what is roughing the passer, like we did when, when we suddenly didn't know what a catch was anymore. Right. Then these roughing the passer calls, I'm sorry, but they have to be subject to video review and coaches challenges, penalizing a player for a tackle uh, uh, that that is dangerous. And it's not the same as penalizing a player for a tackle that could have been dangerous. Okay, those are not the same thing. So if you don't bring in video review, then how is a player ever going to sack a quarterback again? Okay, and where does that end? Do we do we? Do we flag players when they tackle the quarterback at their feet because there's a risk of a high ankle sprain? Uh, mm. Do we go flag? Do we go flag football with only quarterbacks right instead, so so that you can't hit them at all anymore? Are we going to do the two hand touch rule? Because I don't think anyone wants to do that because that's the end of like all the fun quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, video review and someone from the league office watching in New York is the only way to get this call consistently correct and 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 that is what i'm asking for clarity and consistency which i do not think is too much to ask for
1: and hey man we're on the same page bro my shit that got learned <laughs> is we need to make rough the pass reviewable <laughs> for all yeah. the reasons you just stated it's
2: yeah. And I know your brother's going to disagree with me. I saw this thing that he wrote in the Facebook group. Oh, did I, was, it? It was, I didn't even see it. it. Was so it was so hard for me not to like, I I basically just wrote no comment. You'll hear my thoughts tomorrow on the podcast because it, it, he's, he's, I know what he's doing and I agree with him. He's basically leaning on like, Hey, it's really important to protect the quarterback. And I understand people reacting to this, but at the same time, it's like, bro, don't and the most important thing is the
1: integrity of the game, and you don't want to exactly. start thinking that the the game is being influenced by referees, and that's what it comes down to. In this situation, when we look at this situation, it needs to be reviewable. That's all I'm saying. I felt and I only- felt bad as a football fan that I don't know that I don't know what would have happened if Atlanta got the ball, which they should have. He fucking fumbled. It's yeah. Like, and it was well, he fumbled one. before the guy falls on him, so it's like that makes him a tackler now. A tackler can't get falling on.
2: It's ridiculous. And you had another one in the Chiefs game too, which you know maybe was a little less obvious, but you can see what was his name? Is it Chris Jones or something? Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, Jones. Where yeah, Chris I mean, he
2: tackles Carr, and a you can see Jones. that he he puts his hands down on the ground to make yeah. sure that he doesn't land on top of him, and he still gets called for roughing the passer. That was a bullshit call too. Um, but you know, to me again, this I I'm I'm on the train of protecting the quarterbacks. I really, really am. But I think we have to take a closer look at this. It's obvious to me that Wait, this was that the called. one that was the fumble. Am I mixing those up? Yeah, that was a fumble too. That
1: was the fumble, not not yeah, Brady. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Brady from my, yeah. my bad. I'm mixing. Yeah, them up. yeah,
2: yeah, that was a fumble. Because uh, that was a
1: stupid ass call too. The, to me,
2: uh, I. I think you bring up a very good point, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say, is that it's about one is protecting the quarterback. The other is protecting the integrity of the game yeah. because if we're going to show up week after week and have to have this confusing conversation about what is roughing the pass... It's it's roughing the passer over here in this game, but it's not over here. It's like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Yeah, man. Scariest AFC team. Uh, Well, I mean, the Eagles are still undefeated, but that's I feel the like AFC, the Cardinals... AFC. Oh, we're in the AFC. Sorry, I I'm sticking with the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, I mean,
1: even when they're ways, on the, yeah.
2: I even when they're on the ropes, they still find a way. Yeah, uh, the Bills look great, obviously, but they beat the Steelers. Who cares? Next week, we get to have the answer of who is truly the mm. scariest team in the AFC. The Bills are playing the Chiefs in the Bourbon Window. Strap in, drink up. Whoever wins that game will officially be the <laughs> undisputed scariest team in the AFC. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Uh, mm. NFC, who you got? <clears throat> I got Eagles. Uh, no, sorry, I don't have the Eagles. Um, because I, despite the fact that they're undefeated, I, I, I'm still I'm going with the Cowboys. Bruh, same. Cowboys. No, are just,
1: so- I don't want to. I don't want to run up on them. Eagles should be scared right now because that defense is the best in the league, and they got serviceable game manager quarterback. And at some point, they're gonna have a good quarterback back there, mm. and then we're cooking with gas.
2: Hey, especially considering how the Eagles nearly lost this game to a a very good defensive effort from the Cardinals. Now you're going up against what? McCarthy. First first or second best. Yeah, fuck McCarthy. (laughs) I mean, what are you, what, who, who would you consider I, for me? It's the 49ers and the Cowboys. Those are the two best defenses in the league right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good in call. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, one or two. Take your pick. I don't know. I don't know the metrics. I don't know what they're ranked, but they're easily the two best defenses in the league. And now the Eagles have to go up against them. I, I'd be a little scared. And it looks like Dak might be back for this game. Oof. So. All
1: right. Well, that's this episode of Spitalfel. Uh NFL. <laughs> got a little some a little bit of everything. Mm, thank y'all spice. for checking it out we'll be back with a preview of the uh, week six <laughs> games so stay tuned for that and those of you that want to follow our gambling journey you can uh follow us on patreon patreon.com slash we're out here making this moolah all right mm. so you can see what we're doing you can copy it if you want to be rich it's up to you all right uh <laughs> it's time for now it's time for our boys to come in and take us on out
2: it was Langren. Let's go, baby.
1: <laughs> it's the uh, this has been SphinFel. It's been Jonathan Rollins. And skip me, sorry. And we're gonna catch y'all next time on SphinFel. Alright. Peace.
2: Later, y'all.